I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. everybody i'm excited for tonight's show um my guest was having a little bit of technical difficulties and tiffany's going to let me know when he's available to join us so before he can join us i am going to say hello to everybody that's here already we have robert thank you for the super sticker robert because you know that really helps to keep me in the show going um and i know that you are a medicine man you're going to get working on that, right? You're going to go to some of these tribal things and get your groove on. Uh, we have Ruth. Thanks, Ruth. It's good to see you. Uh, and that's it, Ruth. And then we have Tiffany, of course, who's helping out, my producer. She's awesome here at Goldilocks. Um, I wanted to also mention about the, because I have a sponsor if you do have a small business and you would like to sponsor a show, my show or any of Goldilocks show, um, we have some really good deals to sponsor shows. It isn't as much as you may think it is. So take a look into that. It's great advertising. You get the, um, a commercial. And if you don't have a commercial, Tiffany will make a beautiful commercial for you. And not, it's not only present on the live shows, it'll go out on all the recorded shows. So you really do get a lot of bang for your buck. Um, also, uh, the, the VIP program, they have, Goldilocks has a, a VIP program and then there's a special show. I think it's twice a month. Um, there's just a lot of great stuff that Tiffany at Goldilocks does for everyone. So take a look at that. Um, you can always get in touch with Tiffany because she knows more than I know. Um, 
So, so uh, Robert says, he, yes, definitely need to experience the dr a drumming ceremony. Uh, yeah, I told you when I, when I met you in, um, in Allentown, Robert, you really need to get out there and start to experience, you know, different um, modalities and, and different groups and see what resonates with you because you're going to find your groove. You will. It's just getting there. Um, so before Jim gets on, hopefully he, he will, because he has Jim Byers is a psychic medium who I met, I think it was in Gettysburg the first time I met him. He's very gifted, but he also does past life regression. And that's the topic we're going to talk about when he gets on. Um, and I'm very excited about it. I've done a couple of past life regression um, myself. I did in Fort Lauderdale with Brian Weiss, who's one of the gurus on past life regression. And I've done some uh, local med past life regression meditation. And it's very fascinating. The things that we bring in from past lives, the, the karmic lessons that we need to learn from past lives. So it is very beneficial. And if you have not had an experience after this show today, I would suggest that you really look into it because it, it, we all have past lives. We, this is not our first time, our first incarnation here. Um, so, all right, you know, I like to talk about the moon. Um, we have the new moon in Capricorn happening. I think it's Saturday, it's this weekend. And that is a moon of confusion, confusion, overthinking, um, things aren't really going smoothly as possible. Um, I know personally, I don't want to um, make any big decisions around this time because it's just a very confusing time. And it, there's been a lot of things that have, and it's almost like a retrograde feeling for me. I had some major disappointments in um, orders and deliveries and things being right. And it's just like, well, you roll with it, right? We have no control over outside circumstances. We only have control over how we deal with them. So um, I was just checking to see what was going on behind the scenes there, see if I had to introduce Jim. So, um, so just be mindful of this moon coming up and be aware of what you're thinking about. If you're overthinking or you stir in a pot that doesn't need to be stirred, because um, we all are prisoners of our minds and we know that. We are our own worst enemies. Um, my mother used to tell me that when I was a child, that I was my own worst enemy. And I, yeah, definitely, definitely um, that experience is, is, is rings true, which I've learned. And, um, but we still have those old tapes and we can slip back easy if we're not mindful and aware of our thoughts and our self-talk and all those wonderful things. Um, but we can do better every day. We can strive to be the best version of ourselves every day. If we wake up with the intention of living with joy, having peace, we can do it. If we wake up with dread, like, oh boy, here's another day, 
Well, that's the kind of energy you're putting out there for the day. And that's the kind of day you're going to have. So you really have to be mindful, um, meditations, affirmations, when you're going to sleep at night, listen to some of these powerful manifestation uh, recordings from YouTube. There's a ton on there for free that are really good. I recommend that because if we have the control to shift that, that subconscious mind, that crappy way of thinking. Um, it's so important if you want to make changes in your life. I, I, um, my last client of the day before the show, we were talking about, you know, the, the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, making excuses of why you're there. Oh, it's not so bad. Those kind of things. And it's like, this is your life. This is your story. If you don't like the chapter, rewrite it. You have that control. I mean, there's circumstances that we have no control over, but that's the stuff outside of us. What we have control over is how we react to those things. If we're going to let it get under our skin and be part of us, well, then that's our choice. We always have the choice. We have the choice to walk away. We have the choice to keep our vibration high, to stay in that spiritual connected oneness of what we are truly intended to be. Robert says, I have read books by Dr. Brian Weiss. Yeah, I've had been very fortunate. I have met him in person. I have gone to a couple of his lectures. Um, amazing, amazing work. Uh, there's a lot of really good people out there that do past life regression. Um, here I am in Virginia Beach. Uh, they At the ARE, they do some. There is a... Um, a gentleman who I know from the ARE, I don't think he's any longer associated with it. And this is who my guest Jim trained under is um, Peter Woodbury. And he does a lot of uh, group classes with past life regression. So I'm hoping Jim gets on because I'm really excited to hear what he has to say. It's like I have that interest in past life regression, but I do it for myself personally but it's not something I intend to learn to do with others because there are so many modalities out there and so many things. And I feel like we know the things that we're intended to do, the things that we're good at, that I like to concentrate on my niche and that's the counseling. I continue my education there. It, I realize that everything I've gone through in my life has given me the ability to truly have the empathy and the understanding for others because I've lived through so much. Um, so that the counseling is definitely something that I, I focus my energy on and then my readings and, and those things. So not everybody can, um, can be good at everything. So that's why it's like, I'll leave that stuff to someone else. Um, it's like the astrology. I love astrology, but do I know, um, do I know a lot about it? No, but I follow a lot of really good astrologers, which I have, um, I have a guest one coming on in a few weeks. So I'm excited about that too. Um, she does my, my chart twice a year for me. 
And if you've never done your chart, go out and get it done. Uh, that way, let's see. Right, I'm, I'm watching behind the scenes to see when Jim's going to be ready. So excuse me for stopping. So, um, so yeah, so I recommend that you go and get your chart done if you've never, never have had it done. So um, I think Jim's ready. Here he is. Here he is. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> finally. I can't see you. Yep. Yep. Get your camera on your face, <laughs> not on your ceiling. Oh, he's gone again. Well, he was here for a second. He'll be back, I'm sure. That was at 11.11 too. Um, so yeah, so to go back, try different modalities out. Find these people. There are so many things. Um, Robert says, the ARE Edgar Casey Foundation always thought if I could recall a past life, it would help me open up to it so much. I, and Robert, I do believe that that's where um, the medicine man stuff came in when I did your reading. I don't necessarily remember readings because that's stuff that I'm receiving. It's not coming from me. I remember the conversations before and after, um, but I, I, I sense that that's what that was about. So it would be very helpful for you. And you're in PA and so is Jim. So maybe you guys can connect. There you are. Are you here to stay? I can't hear you. We're going to get this figured out, folks. That's for sure. I mean, this show has been through the ringer with technical problems in the beginning. I can see your long, gorgeous hair. I can't hear you, though, Jim. So Jim is out of Pennsylvania. I'm not sure what area. Um, and he does some amazing spiritual work. I believe that Tiffany has got his website up, some info about him. Let's see. Oh, yeah, about donations. She does have my Venmo up there. So you can always donate through Venmo anytime. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, can you, can you hear me? I can't hear you. You got to put your mic on. Is it mute it? There's Jim's website, spiritual services, LLC.com. He's, he's speaking to us tel telepathically. <laughs> Jim is as techy as I am, I think. So... So as I was saying, hopefully he'll get it together because I I um I really want to hear what he has to say. Um, so Robert, he is in PA. So check out his website if he's close enough. He would be a good person for you to connect with to do that past life regression because I agree. I think you'll get a lot out of it, as we all do. 
Um, so now let me see what else. All right. So to get back to the moon, to the moon, um, I started to follow the, the moon cycles. Oh, he lives in Wyoming, PA. There we go. Um, when I was counseling and I would see these, these patterns with clients and it, they're different, different counseling situations, different people, different zodiac signs, but there were similarities. And I all of a sudden got check the moon and it really does affect people. Um, we're all affected by all of the, the elements. Cause when you think about the moon cycles and the tides and, you know, if you don't think we're all connected, we are all connected. Um, and it's, you know, that we have a trillion billion cells in our bodies. Well, the entire creation is created of cells, the plant matter, the earth, mother Gaia, you know, we're, it's all cells and we're all connected. The indigenous people had it right when they knew that they were here to take care of mother Gaia, that they were the gardeners of mother Gaia and not the destroyers. And unfortunately our society has flipped that around and it is not for the best. But if you think there is a separation between spirit, universe, God, Mother Gaia, and yourself, I'm here to tell you, you're mistaken because we are all connected. That energy that the cellulars put out is what connects us all. We all have it. And that separation is what causes the hate, the resentments, the angers, the judgment. How was that? Oh, I hear you. Are you, oh, are you fading? I don't okay. see you, but I hear you. So at least we can hear you. It'd be better to see you, but we got a preview of what you looked like. <laughs> are you there? I think. Okay. All right. So I see myself. I talked a little bit about you and what you do and that I was excited for you to be on here. Um, well, you did a great job of holding on to things and keeping it going. I'm, I'm really sorry about it. Like I just bought That's this okay. last week. So it's like getting used to that, but. So Jim, at least you're here. I've had, mm -hmm. I had a guest not show up at all. So I really had a, kind of go off the cuff, not having a show plan. Oh, you're doing well. Right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So we're excited to hear what you have to say about, because you're going to talk about past life regression, mm -hmm. correct? Yes. And I was listening to some of the things uh, you're talking about while you're trying to keep things going, waiting for me. And you had, doc you had mentioned Dr. Brian Weiss, and I haven't uh, went to any of his seminars, but I read some of his books. And I know that I worked with Peter Woodbury down. Yes, at, I mentioned um, that. You must have missed that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Peter was a great, I think he's a great instructor. And I really, you know, any chance for me to go to, to the Edgar Casey Center, you know, I'm going to jump on it. But what got me there was I had received a past life regression here where I live. And you mentioned Wyoming. So just to give people an idea, if you've watched The Office on TV, I'm near mm -hmm. Scranton. 
Okay. So uh, there's not too, you know, there's some little shops around here, but there's not major places that you could take a class like Edgar Casey or the Omega or Lilydale mm -hmm. or anything like that. So I ended up going down to Edgar Casey because I had gotten a past life regression locally, but that person just stopped doing it. So then it's, you know, kind of where do I get my fix? So yeah. I ended, ended up going down to Edgar Casey because when I figured, you know, not only could I learn more about it because I still had questions because even though, you know, you can talk to your facilitator and have the experience and read up, but you still have questions afterward. Mm -hmm. And I still had questions and I figured after a while, once I get these answers for myself, I need to share them with people. So I went down there and spent a week with Peter Woodbury and geez, there must've been 60, 70 people there and yeah. from all over the world. That's what's so great about going to places like the Edgar Casey Center is like everybody from like New Zealand, Africa, like all over the world. It was so nice yeah. to meet people like that. So, you know, I got regressed, I regressed other people. And just what I learned is how it can really help you realize things about yourself and help you realize why you gravitate towards a certain person or a certain place or a certain occupation and why you may just be really good at something and you're not even trying. And it right. might also be about fears as well. So I feel like with the past life regressions, you're able to go back in time and visit sometimes it's a past life sometimes it's maybe just this other plane of existence so that you can just kind of separate yourself from the everyday human world and just go to this other plane and be able to evaluate yourself see things about yourself that you might not normally be able to do when you have so many other things going on around you and distractions right right so yeah, i Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, you know, you, you said about um, gravitate to certain plays. Um, I was just speaking with my sister a couple of days ago and she was, and I was telling her I was having you on and she, she was telling me that she has this dream in the same location. It's, you know, and she feels like it, it, it's representative of a past life. So mm -hmm. I said, you need to find somebody to do that with. <laughs> so. She is welcome to come see me. Um, I've been, testing it out, doing it at shops, because sometimes that can be a little tricky just because, you know, there's customers come in and customers talk or there's background music or, you know, sometimes it's not as quiet, but I can say that about my home as well, where I do my sessions. Mm -hmm. It seems like uh, people know when to start mowing their lawn is right when Jim starts trying to regress somebody, you know, but right. we can usually work through it. You know, it's about concentration, just letting go of those things. Um, but they definitely, for me, I know, one of the first lives I visited, it was, and I have it posted on my website, my YouTube channel. And I think I, I wanted to talk about it first and then actually, because I have the actual audio, but just, you know, in my video, I just explain a little bit of what it's about and how I saw it. Because I feel sometimes mm -hmm. people don't have a good idea of what a regression is. They hear hypnotism and they think it's, you know, the carnival shows where they get you up and you're walking around like a chicken or your hands are really hot. And that's not what always hypnotism is about. It's about right. getting you to a state of relaxation that we experience every day, you know, five to 10 minutes before waking and sleep. And that's what it's basically a guided meditation with, you know, I want to say safe words or at least encouraging words, loving, supporting words to let you know that 
you know, take this opportunity to relax. This is a time for you to learn about yourself and your soul. So relax, let everything go. It'll be there later when we come back from this journey. And just, you know, repetition of certain words as well. And it takes a little bit, you know, there's a little bit of a script to it. Um, but it's really about helping you realize too that just follow my voice. If Because sometimes people, you know, you're kind of going to this open space and I understand that because I go there too. And sometimes you're maybe not as focused or just kind of taking it all in a little worried and you lose focus from my voice. And sometimes people get stuck in, I guess you say just a, a black space. Right. You know, and it's just me helping to motivate them through that. Everybody experiences I, that, I think, at least once. But it's a motivation of knowing that you're going somewhere to learn something that really kind of gets them through that. Right. Um, but some people well, just go right into it. <laughs> yeah. I, I got a question. Uh, Robert sure. is asking, can anyone be regressed? It's a very good question. Um, it Sometimes it depends on the person. If you're someone who is, if I want to say jittery or maybe hard to relax, it's going to be more difficult. I'm not going to say it's impossible, but it's going to be a little bit more difficult. And it's going to be on uh, me, the, the facilitator and the client themselves just to relax the best they can before they get here. One thing I definitely recommend is uh, people who like to drink coffee. I would abstain from that until at least you see me. But if you're having a cup at seven o'clock in the morning and you're going to come see me at six o'clock at night, I think we'll be okay. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I did try to regress someone and it didn't work out. And they said, you know, I, I apologize. And I said, well, I think it, it might be me. I had, you know, five cups of coffee today. Yeah. So that could be the reason too. I had one person who, I guess they had a, a tickled throat and they didn't want to cough or anything during the session. So they're more concentrated on not coughing than relaxing and, and it didn't work. Yeah. So, and I was going to say there, there's probably some that have some um, fear about the unknown and where they're going to go. So they, they don't re release and allow themselves to go. Um, it's like, even when you do readings and you have skeptical people that are not open to receive it doesn't flow as easily as somebody that is ready to receive. You're right. And there's also the point where, you know, as we do that transition from the human world to the spiritual world, sometimes spirits get stuck and it's because of the fear of the unknown. Mm -hmm. So it's the same kind of concept. So it's, it's on me to be as, you know, calming voice and calming energy to get them through that. Most people do. It's not every person, but you know, there's a percentage, but as long as you are someone who's maybe naturally more calm, it's going to be a lot easier for you. Again, yeah, if, if you abstaining from certain things, it could be that. Yeah. Too. Like if you, you meditate regularly yeah. or you do, you know, if you, if you can quiet your mind on your own, which everybody should be doing, then yeah. you'll be able to fall into this easier. But yeah, if you just got in a five car pile up on the way over to my office for an appointment, you're going to be a little rattled. You know what I mean? It, it's okay. coming yeah. in, you, you, you get out what you put in. So you, you be a little calm. It works well for you. But once we get through that, uh, it's just me kind of testing the client to make sure I know they're at a certain level of relaxation. And there's times where I'm going to ask them 
you know, a number from one to 10, where do you feel that you are? And their answer is going to dictate how much more of this little script I have to go through or get right into it. So mm -hmm. once we do get there, uh, that's when people, you know, I know for myself, I try to describe it as being like a backseat driver. Uh, I grew up on watching a lot of movies. So I say, you know, the movie being John Malkovich, but I don't know how many people have seen that, but everybody's been in the backseat of a car. And it's like that where you're not really interacting as much as observing. You're going to come right. in contact with people or visions, but you're not really going to be having really big conversations, things of that nature. It's right. more like living. It's, it's like, uh, you know, Christmas Carol with Scrooge where you're kind of. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Some people see some people hear, some people feel physically and emotionally. Sometimes you only get one. Hopefully, you know, a, a lot of people get a little bit of everything. And right, for me, right. the fact that I have heightened abilities, I feel like I'm kind of along on the ride with you. I feel like I can see the life that you're visiting. Mm -hmm. And that's what I try to do with my clients during the regression and afterwards is help them put the pieces together. Because just like with the reading, I'm sure you've had this once in a while where People are so into it that they're forgetting simple details. Right. So sometimes right. I kind of have to kind of bring it together. I'm never going to suggest, hey, this is what I think, but I'm going to say, this is what I feel. This is what I saw. And by your responses, I feel this is the answer to the regression because we always want to go in with uh, some kind of focus. You know, if it's someone about a fear of flight or why they gravitate towards a, a certain instrument, things of that nature, a certain career path. Right, if, right. If and people don't and, have a focus, uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, Robin, because um, I'm, I'm reading the comments okay. um, from people, and she says she, she thinks that the things that she didn't learn in the previous life come up in, in her current life. Absolutely. Well, yep, that's right on, <laughs> right on. And I know I'm so, doing some of that myself right now in this life. And right. that's what, you know, my hope, my goal is with the past life aggressions. So if someone has a focus, like why do, you know, whether it's why do I keep having the same relationships or the same kind of results out of a certain job or why can't I, you know, for some people, it's why can't I leave this little town? There may be something in the past that we can, there's a correlation there. So right. we have to you know, we have to quiet our mind to be able to get that information and pull it out from the past to use it for our current life. And absolutely, mm -hmm. if we don't address certain things, they're going to carry over to the next life. So for me, you know, what I suggest, when, you know, for myself and for clients as well is take care of it now, especially the right. ones that are really affecting your life. And that's where I feel the regressions can come in. Uh, again, it gives us an opportunity to calm ourselves so we can have these realizations but also take us to a time where we can see like this has happened before and we can see what happens and experience what happens when we don't address it or perhaps when we address it in this way. So we can see, hey, I tried this method. It didn't work. Maybe I should try another. Right, right. Um, so it's it's even like the the karma can carry through from past lives into this life. Absolutely. Karmic debt, 
Yeah, yeah. Because um, I always hear I hear people make the complaint, you know, I must have been a real SOB in my last life because of what I'm going through this time. Right. And, and I, I feel like it really harkens back to what you said is that if you don't take care of it in this life, yeah, it's going to carry over. Maybe there were three or four things that you need to take care of in your previous life and you only addressed one. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Too, well, then, yeah, it is going to carry over. Yeah, and it's also like the the karmic relationships from past lives. You know, you you end up with a mother that was your brother in another life. You know, those things happen. Mm -hmm. as, as strange as it sounds, I just actually yesterday. Oh no, it was Monday. Um, I volunteered. There's a gentleman here, um, Randy Tate, who is. He, he's been guided to do a book, to write a book about the years Jesus walked the earth that aren't documented. So he's asking for volunteers and he's doing past lives with them to see if, they're, if, if he can get any information for his yeah. book. So it was really fascinating. And he did a, 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 a portion of it with me in my mother's womb that I've never done before. And it oh, was wow. a really powerful experience. I was there for three hours. Wow. Came back exhausted, but a lot of stuff came through and it was really, really great. So before well, we go on, um, yeah. Jim, I got to take a break for my sponsor, sure. uh, Intention Teddies. All right. We'll be back in a couple of minutes, everyone. Thank okay. you. thank in the intention teddy again for the sponsorship if you need a gift anybody that's feeling down you can put the crystals in for the intention send it off to them they're beautiful um they're good for many different gifts and just to have one for yourself so jim there's um uh, a kim i want to say hi to kim and she says on uh, she in the comments she says she feels like She's in new territory because she broke ancestral chains. So when we talk about ancestral, that's different than past life, correct? Yeah, because I feel that would be more in the area of maybe like the soul group concept. Right. 
Right. I mean, you could definitely yeah, I, visit something like that in a past life regression. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said about the, you know, your, your mother in this life could have been a brother in another life. Um, and that, cause the ancestral chain is really the, you know, the birth family as it goes back, the family tree, so to speak, um, that's your ancestral line, but where that weaves in and out in past lives, who knows? Cause it, it could in many different lifetimes. Well, I think one of the interesting things that I had happened, I was doing it in Akashic Records, uh, if you want to say seminar class. And, you know, so we we're doing kind of a guided meditation. We we're taken to this, you know, they said to go to a place where you always find comfortable. And for me, it's always, I always like to go to, if you want to say like Greek uh, ruins. I just feel drawn to that kind of scene. So I go to a place and the facilitator tells us to go out to, to this door. And when we go out to this door, she says that you're, you're going to see uh, all your past lives. And it was really, I found it really crazy because I, I went out these you know French doors and I look and here's all these men and women kind of lined up in line. If you want to say like a greeting line when you're, you know, king and queen of England, you have to go down this reception. Like that's what it was of all these past lives. And I saw you know, white males, black women, all different lives that I, I've lived. And it was just very interesting. So I wanted to stop and talk to all of them. But, you know, <laughs> it was more of like yeah. an introductory thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I did. I did a Kashuk, um, uh group thing as well. It was a few months ago. I've done it one-on-one it, -on -one years ago in Florida. But this group thing, she takes us up the steps to like a castle and you go, well, at least that's what happened for me. And I mm -hmm. went in and there was like all these doors and they were my lives. So, you, you know, you only, I only chose one to go yeah. through, but I found it very interesting because I was shown my death before I was shown the life. Hmm. So you and never know what you're going to get when you go there. Yeah. And I, I there is definitely, you know, when it comes to Akashic readings and the regressions, I feel like that you can get information from the past in both sessions, but, you know, with a regression, you're really going to be reliving it. During an Akashic reading, I might get information about a past life, and that may help you in some way, and maybe you may be able to meditate on that and get more information and have a vision or have an experience that way. So, right. you know, Akashic records can be helpful with the past as well. And sometimes during even my regular psychic readings, I might just get like a tip, like to say, like to at least confirm something for someone if they've had this inkling of being, you know, maybe like they were a coal miner in a past life and just something keeps coming up. So in a reading, I might say like, yes, that's real. Confirm it. Now look into it. But during yeah. Akashic, I might get more. And then, uh, you know, definitely during a regression, they would be able to relive that whole life if they, if that's what they choose. Yeah. Yeah. That happens with my readings as well. On occasions, I'll get something that's connected to a past life and, uh, you know, I'll bring it up. I don't go into depth, but it's, this, yeah. you know, after the reading, I'll say, you know, look for someone and, and do some regression work because I think that it was brought up because you're going to get a lot out of it. Mm -hmm. So they don't, they don't, they don't send in the messages when you do a reading, just, just to do it. it there's a purpose for it. So yeah. you really should look into it. Um, so 
so Robert's saying that he, he likes, he, he reads a lot about ancient Greece and Rome and many other civilizations. Well, I think there's, um, you know, we can have an interest, just having an interest in something, but when you're, when you have something that you have that, that real strong, um, drawn, re resonate, it resonates with us so deeply, I think that's the area you might want to look into as far as a, um, a past life. So I want to, I got to ask Robin, because she's saying she was a samurai um, in, and uh, I don't know how to say the word, in a past life. I know I was a real son of a, a gun to my kids, dad in that life, even feel I killed him. He he was obsessed. He, he abused me in this life. So I got, did you have a, a regression, Robin, or is this something that came to you um, intuitively through your psychic abilities? I'm, I'll wait for her answer, but you can keep talking, Jim. Oh, sure. Um, just to maybe hint on that a little bit. Sometimes, you know, in a past life, it's it's the samurai and that, that life and that family. And then sometimes it's repeated in this life, just that, like you said, different roles. Right. And one thing I did yeah, want to point out. No, go ahead. go ahead. No, you go. Uh, one thing I did want to point out is sometimes young people do past life readings. And, you know, for me, I guess that's kind of like an Akashic reading, sort of. But the difference for me between a past life reading and a past life regression is that you're giving me the information. You know, I'm not saying to you, you were Cleopatra. You are going to tell me that. And it's it's guided, you know, it's guided questions. I'm going to say, how are you feeling? What are you seeing? Who is there? And hopefully you're able to answer that. And sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. Sometimes I get, a, you know, I, you, the client, sometimes we get a name and that's great. Um, sometimes we don't and that's not mandatory. But for me as a facilitator, it lets me know that maybe they're not as calm as they can be or that there's just a lot going on. It's such a, in, until someone's actually had one done you know, at least for me, it's kind of sometimes it's like a kaleidoscope of so much going on and you kind of have to stop things a little bit to take notice. And you'll see, you know, for me, I would see, you know, peasant children running around chasing each other, an old woman with a, you know, a hay broom and a cart with it being pulled by a donkey. But I had to slow down to see all that. And right. that's when I, I kind of felt like I was stuck in place and all these things were going around and, you know, my facilitator in that that session had to kind of just talk me through and let me know that it was okay to walk through. And once we kind of take that step, that's when we get to see more. That's when we get to get a better connection, remember more information. Then you may get a name and you may get a year or maybe just a time period. And that's what I right. do is just ask you more and more because I just want you to, to you know recall it as well and challenge yourself to remember more. And that's the thing with the regression, too, is that you're not it's not a coma. You're not out 100 percent. You know, you're sitting there. You know, I'm sitting here. You can hear me. It's just that you're taken just to a level again, a, a level of relaxation where you can recall this and you're going to be able to remember. I would say 93 or more percent of the regression. I take notes, but you're going to be able to remember most of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true because you, you're not. You're not out, like you said, you're not in a coma and mm -hmm. the, you can get guided. I know from my experiences with it, it's like 
well, you know, look down, what do you, what do you have on your feet? What are you wearing? What's around you? Like you said, so you could kind of get a feel of the, the time that you're back in, you know, what part of the world are you in? Um, and sometimes you do get clear what your name is or, um, what the town is that you're in. Um, yeah. but not always, but it, but you're, uh, that happened to me with the, everything going so fast. It was like, I think at first it I felt kind of like startled, like who, where am I and who, you know, who is this? And it was like so many things that, and I just couldn't take it all in. But the, the gentleman who was doing the regression, he really was very good at facilitating like you are asking those questions to get you to where you're like, you, you can be present at that time where you're at. And, and sometimes there's where you're at, there's a lot going on. You know, I did a regression a couple of weeks ago with, um, with a gentleman and I get him in and boom, he's in the middle of a firefight in World War II. So sometimes, wow. sometimes you just come, boom, right into it. Sometimes people, you know, they start at the edge of town and they start walking, they get closer in the town. And then sometimes, bam, you're dropped right in it. And that's what happened with this gentleman. He was dropped right into a firefight. And, you know, he used some expletives and that happens. You know, and people can get very emotional. I, he was kind, he was tearing up a little bit towards the end of that regression because he was reliving a death. You know, yeah. in, this, in this scenario, in this regression, he was with two or three other soldiers and they were just really surrounded. And he must have been, he said he was shot and they were trying to leave, retreat. And he noticed himself just gradually coming down to the ground and his two comrades getting smaller and going off in the distance. And he said, I'm dead. And yeah, that can be an emotional thing for some people. And with this gentleman, he had always been stationed. You're talking about certain things that may make us feel a certain way or we just gravitate towards this thing. He was in Germany, uh, either for the military or business, you know, earlier in his life. And he just felt drawn to go there and he felt drawn to stay there. And he was always getting, coming to certain places when he was in Germany. So I believe that he, you know, he had that connection because of that experience. Yeah. So do you follow up? Because that, that sounds like that would have been like a real a, a real challenge to deal with after you come back from the regression, mm -hmm. having relived that. So do you do like any kind of follow up after you regress somebody, you know, maybe a week later to see um, how it's how it's helped them in their life or if they've had any, you know, um, like PTSD type symptoms from you know, regression like that? That's a really great uh, idea and question that you have there. Sometimes if I know that it's been very, if it's had quite an effect on them when they were here with me, I will follow up on them. I do do a, if you want to say like a after exercise cool down, you know, I let them come back from, you know, come back to reality. And especially if it's been an emotional regression. And that's the thing too, is when I'm in the middle of a, a regression and someone, I can tell someone's in emotional distress, I will ask them, do you want to stay or do you want to leave? And some say stay and some say leave. And 
I respect their wishes. Uh, I'm, I'm happy when people want to stay because to me, it's that they want to work finally work through it and get this over with. And if, if people don't, if they want to leave, that's okay too. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I do our after regression cool down just to bring them back to reality. And I do ask them, how was the experience? Is there, do you have any questions? Is there anything you'd like to talk to? I always let people, it's, it's on them. I don't ever want to be, you know, poking and prodding where people don't want me to go. And I do follow up with people if it was a really uh, emotional experience that I could tell on my own. But sometimes I don't just because, you know, I don't want to be. If they need you, know, you, they know where to find you. Right. And then some yeah. people contact me naturally by themselves. And I, I like that too, because again, yeah, people have private lives and I don't want to keep following up on people who don't want to be followed up on. But when I do hear from people afterwards, um, cause I tell them when they, before they leave, you know, you can, I appreciate that you come to me, but you don't really need me. You can visit this again in meditation. And I've right. done that myself because, you know, like I mentioned before, I got a regression and that person stopped. So I was on my own. So I was able to meditate and get myself back to this place. And it's, there's a lot of doors if people don't know this, there's a lot of doors involved in regressions. So you basically, just like you said, you just got to find a door right. <laughs> and right. pass through it. And for me, I was able to go back and revisit the one life that I had and get more answers about it. So everyone can do that as well. I appreciate when people come back, but you, you can do it too. So when I asked Robin that question, she said she got the past lives she remembers intuitively but things come through dreams and meditation. And then uh, Tiffany responded to that. And she said, yeah, they replay in her dreams and meditation too. And that you just were speaking about the, the meditation. So that all makes sense there. Um, there was something else I was going to ask you. And I, oh, I know. So when you have people that are having like a, 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 a hard past life remembrance and you mm-hmm. ask them if, they're, if they want to stay or come back, does that happen when somebody is really in a good past life and you say, are you ready to come back? Do they not want to come back? Do they want to stay there? Cause it's better than where they are now. It, it does happen. I mean, I do have a time limit. I try to, you know, it depends on how my day is, but I usually keep to about, <clears throat> about an hour and a half. Cause yeah. it takes about maybe, you know, depending on how easily they go in, it can take 20, 30 minutes just to get you there. And I want to make sure that you have a really good experience. So you know, add on another 20, 30 minutes onto that. It's, I do try to gauge it by their experience and the clock. So, you know, for me, if I am getting close to the session almost being over, uh, I will ask them if they want to come back. And some people, they'll gleefully come back. And I really feel it's because they've got enough of an essence of that life to give them an answer. Or maybe just that energy boost that we all need from time to time is like, you know, it's just like within, you know, we all come to a point where we've, we've had enough cake. I feel like it's kind of like that. I've, I've enjoyed this yeah. enough and I can come back. Um, I've had people ask to stay a little bit longer and I'll do that because mm-hmm. there's obviously something that they're not, they're not getting out of it. An answer. Yeah, they got to get all the information. So and Jim that's, Roberts. That's when I try to guide them to get what they haven't received yet. Right. So Robert's asking you, is your regression same as QHHT, which I have no idea what that is. Do you know what QHHT is? 
No. Yeah, I mean, I'm not familiar with that. Can you explain what the letters mean? Yeah, I can you uh, give us more on that, Robert? Because we don't know what QHHT is. So we'll wait and see when he, when he types in an answer, if he does. Uh, he just put that up there, so he's still there. Oh, quantum healing hypnosis technique. Oh, there. <laughs> I know what that is. <laughs> yeah, when you, when you say it like that. Uh, yeah. I feel, I feel it's, it's, it's along the same lines. I, everybody who walks out, whether it's a reading or a Kashuk or Reiki or a regression, I, a lot of people who leave, leave here feeling healed and feeling like they want to start a next chapter. Right. And you brought up Reiki and that that's very interesting because there, I used to do Reiki when I, when I saw people in person more and, um, it, people will start to cry as they release. They don't even realize the things that are inside when you start to do that energy work. So there is a, a correlation or a connection to all of these modalities. And it is there like, like the ancestral and the, the past lives, you know, like they're all woven in together somehow, oh, yeah. but so are all these, these forms of healing and these different modalities they they kind of overlap absolutely and i'm glad that you brought up healing because i wanted to mention to you uh because i told you that i take classes and try different things do you remember in allentown at the mums i think she might have been across the way from me there was a horse healing it was a blissful oh blissful yes essence. i'm gonna be there next friday i want to if i'm gonna talk about her i want to make sure i have the right name but uh is it yeah, look up her name because I, I remember her being there, but I don't even know if I if I talk if I had the chance to speak yes, with her. It's I made it just Adrian from Blissful Existence Healing Acres. And what happens there at the acres is they have I think maybe almost ten horses or so, and you have a, a meditation healing session with them. So I'm oh, really looking awesome. forward to that. I mean, it's if you want to say a petting zoo, I guess you could put it simply like that, but I feel like it's gonna be more than that. Because I really feel that animals all possess uh, healing energy, just like us. I mean, some animals just can't do it, just like some humans can't. But I feel yeah. like, moreover, uh, I'm a dog person. I know some people with cats and birds and whatnot. You know, fish calm people down, too. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. So you may want to talk to her, too, as well, because... Uh, I think that's going to be a really, really cool experience. Yeah, I would, I would like to uh, uh, get her information from you because I'll, I'll reach out to her. You know, Absolutely. it's, it's, you know, th there's a lot of Doctor Doolittles out there, you know, <laughs> that really work with animals and, and they, they can connect and they can, you know, he help heal them. And I, mm -hmm. I think that's wonderful. And that's the great um, thing yeah. about those events is that you meet just like I met you. You meet so many great people. Yeah. And sometimes yeah, it's, it's like a circus or it's like a rock star tour, but uh, in the end, <laughs> everybody's really cool. Because I like it's, in the beginning, the people that come to these events don't see us in the morning, not only rushing with our stuff, but right before you come in the doors, we're all holding hands, raising our, everyone's energy. Yeah, and that's right. That's one of my most favorite parts. Yeah. And I, cause I, I, I laugh because I call us carny people. It's like being in, in the carnies. <laughs> yeah. But I love it because it's I do too. It's not just us that that are there doing what we do, but the seekers that come that are hungry to learn and are open. Mm -hmm. 
you know, we're all there with the same intention to yeah. just really spread love to each other and help each other. Mm -hmm uplift each other it's it you know the whole you can walk around the world with that feeling after like we do those opening ceremonies and raise the yeah. vibration it's it's just amazing but there's more and more you know i i find more and more events every year i'm doing more things yeah. and and it's like different people this is the this is it this is the way of the world because mm -hmm. the the old way is broken it's obvious it doesn't work yeah. Um, uh, Richard just joined us. Hello, Richard. Thank you for being here. Um, yeah. So, um, so where are you going to be? Tell us, um, where, where people can find you at events. Yeah, I know you to, stay um, just in PA, right? Yeah. Well, I, it's not like on the Letterman show, giving you where I'm going to be next, but, uh, yeah, I, I am based <laughs> in Wyoming, um, Wyoming borough. The state of Wyoming was actually named after the town where I live, but, uh, so I'm in like Northeastern Pennsylvania. So I do, uh, I do little shops around me and I also do events. I do the one that's in Hamburg, Pennsylvania, the inner piece. I do, uh, the mums in Allentown. I'm going to be Are doing, you doing New York. I'm actually interviewing tomorrow interview okay. tomorrow. Hopefully I, I, I feel like I'll be there. Yeah. Um, but, I don't see why and that's, wouldn't. that's a good thing that I like about that is that they're interviewing me is that, and I'm not going to talk about other pe other readers, but some people just show up, you know, uh -huh. there's other people like yeah. you and myself who are taking classes and really putting uh, not only our background experience and knowledge, but gaining new. And right. um, so I like, I don't mind being interviewed. That's fine. I mean, I'm an in-person kind of person. You know, you can see that by how long it took me to get yeah. on here, but uh, yeah, <laughs> more to that. so I got, but Kim's I'm gonna be got a question. Oh, sure. Oh, go ahead. No, I well, thought you were, were finished. I, I was gonna I'm gonna be at the Midsummer Expo in Lancaster. And that's just oh, yes. July eight and nine. And that'll be my first time there. So I'm looking forward to that. Um yeah, I heard that's a good one. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that one. Um I'm gonna be the spirit of oneness in New York, but that's or no in Harrisburg, but that's like October. But that'll be my yeah. first time there. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, but I did want to say something real quick to what you were saying about the people that we come in contact with, because uh, I think the first time I met you was at the uh, Divine Collaboration with the Theric Connections down in Gettysburg. Right. And I, they invited me down to their shop, and I was there for Memorial Weekend. And one of my first readings was a guy, and he said, I've been waiting to see you for a year and a half. And wow. I, almost, I almost teared up when he said that, because that means that this guy you know, even though it's taken a year, like he still wants to see me. And he yeah. said, every time I come to see, I've seen you in Hamburg, I've seen you in Gettysburg, I've seen you in Allentown, you're always busy, which is a good thing. But he's like, I never can see you. And I just yeah. really appreciated the fact that he, maybe he went to go see somebody else. I don't think he did. So he's been waiting that long to see me. And, the I, and so that's when I really try to power up, so to speak, to do the best that I can for somebody's waiting a year and a half. And he was just very happy about it. And we talked about his brother and a whole bunch of things. But uh, it's experiences like that, that, you know, when you talk about or the question, do I, you know, come in contact or I reach out to people afterward? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't because I can tell they're a talker. <laughs> but yeah, you know, at the same time, you know, they'll they'll reach out if they want to. But uh, you said you had a question. Yeah, Kim has a question. Um, she said, would it help us find our purpose this time? 
So if you do a regression, will it help you? I do. And that's kind of how I had mentioned before about having a focus. That's what the focus Mm -hmm. would be. You know, as I do my little script, I fit in my little line of, you know, uh, visiting a a past life that Mary feels that would be have a correlation to this life Mm -hmm. or visit a past life, visit one of Mary's past lives to explain why she has a fear of water, things of that nature. Like for me, if if I could go into one real quick, I'll give you the cliff notes. But, you know, I grew up watching, you know, John Wayne movies on Saturday, Saturday or Sunday afternoons, waiting for mom and dad to cook dinner is a thing for me and mom. And, you know, John Wayne was like a a surrogate dad to my mom because she lost her mom or her dad when she was a young girl. So I grew up watching that stuff. And I just noticed that the Indians never win. You know, so I was kind of always rooting for them. And, you know, whenever I would come across Native American stuff, it intrigued me. So it this carried into my, you know, teens, 20s, 30s. And here I am, I guess, early 40s at that point. So I said, why? So let's look into this. So I got regressed and they did the same speech that I, I give to my clients for the most part. So I start to see like this ridge and it's at sunset. And I see people on horses going out along this ridge. And the next thing I see is myself in this kind of log cabin and I'm standing at attention and I'm dressed in this uniform and I know that there's men over there. I can hear they're talking and they're talking about important things. And I know that I you know, serve them. I'm their assistant. And I, I'm saying to my facilitator that I don't agree with what they're saying. And he's like, what are they saying? That we go into these villages and we wipe them out. And if my parents knew what I was doing, they would be very upset with me because we're godly people. So the next thing I know, here we are in the middle of a village just doing what they do, you know, wiping it out. And I can see myself off to the side, not getting involved. But what I do is when it's over, I go and I stab a dead body to kind of prove like, hey, I did something. I have blood. Right. So the regression continues and we're on to another village and we're clearing that out. And I see it was really weird because I'm starting to get off my horse and my point of view switched where I'm watching myself get off the horse. Um, And then the next thing I come back to myself and I'm in hitting the chest with an arrow and I actually came out of my regression. They talked me back into it. So, I mean, there's proof too that you can be kind of shocked out of it and, you know, brought back. So I didn't, I couldn't understand because we killed all the, the natives. There's, there's, there should be none left. And what I saw was another soldier shot me with a bow and arrow to make it look like I was killed by a, a, an, an Indian because I must, he must've picked up on the fact that I was, I had some kind of uh, sympathy and yeah. you know, if you're a traitor, we can't trust you. And maybe you're going to have them, you know, tyranny you know have them come right. in sabotage so he killed me and that's i guess why i still have that part of my heart and mind and my soul that has sympathy that's yeah. the only thing that's what i take away from it and hopefully that's right. what people take away from it too and that's why we do our little cool down at the end of the regression to see i want you walking out of here having a pretty good idea what you just saw and why you just saw it and how you can apply that moving forward Right. Well, Jim, it was great having you on. I'd love to have you back. Um, Yes. So we'll talk about that. Uh, Just hang on because after the show ends, we'll be in the back room again. I don't want you to run away. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, it's enough to get me here, right? 
Yeah, right. Thank you, everybody. And, and thanks thank for you the awesome for show. Watching too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 